This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Mac Weldon, we love these guys. It's better than anything you're wearing right now, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got that KKK outfit on, the uh, Grand Wizard sheets. This is better. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. I went on the website, easy peasy Japanesey. Anybody could do it, even a downsy. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, underwear, hoodies, and sweatpants you'll ever wear. All their products are naturally micro- antimicrobial. What does that mean? That means you don't smell. Aha! Uh-huh. They want you to be comfortable, so if you like the first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked! Wow, that's great. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, shirts look good, they perform well, too. You can wear it to work out, hot date, shitting in the Guinness factory, whatever you want to do. Mack Weldon, 20% off. With the promo code TUESDAY. Hey there, folks. Go to StandUpNY.com for free tickets to the Tuesdays with Stories live show by using the promo code TUESDAYS. It's going to be a fun one, folks. Live in New York City at Stand Up New York, right below where we record the real pod. We'll see a live one on the main stage. Yeah, 78th and Broadway, right here in New York City. It's on the southeast corner of 78th and Broadway. Use the promo code TUESDAYS, and that's good for any show. Even if you can't make it to the live show, if you want to go to see a stand-up show, use promo code TUESDAYS. Tell them Mark and Joe sent you. We'll high-five you on the way out. Probably not. If we're here. Got it. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. Ha, ha, ha. Surf's up! And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! We're live, folks. This is a monumental episode. You know why? Please. Because we started just right when the clock started. Yes. We count down. We did no countdown. Usually we dilly and dally. Well, we've been dillying and dallying. We just weren't recording. Uh Ah. I think I put an extra R in there. I didn't want to say it. I I gave it up to the Boston accent. Recording. Yeah. Or maybe it was an Asian accent. We're recording, dude. Uh Uh-huh. That's uh, Boston. Yeah. We're we're, recording. What are you bench, kid? Hey, guy. I benched today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a little bench. Really? Yeah, the bench, what, yeah. are you, what are you throwing up? I said this before. I think we have the best shirtless podcast out there. People don't talk about it. They don't notice. But I think we look terrific. I didn't want to spoil it, but I'm posting a shirtless pic of me on the next episode next week because uh, I took a photo of myself with the flat tire. I remember I told you I got a flat tire on uh, my bicycle. No, I don't. All know. right, well, it's in there. Oh yeah, the rental, the bike the rental. rental. Yeah, the pops and the bricks. So I told this gal, I was like, "Take a shot of me with this," and I happen to be shirtless, and uh, it's going up, folks. Yeah, Roberto Kelly snapped one of me yesterday with a cigar and a computer and uh, shirtless. People, oh yeah, they always want to put their comments out there. Hey, you fucking. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't see that photo. Well, it's a Robert Kelly. I mean, you know oh, it's a him. Kelly original. Yeah, boy, we hung out yesterday. I went to Robert Kelly's house. Hell of a pad up there. Kelly Blue Book. Westchester, we're working on a little scriptaroo, and uh, he's got all these cigars. He's friends with the cigar uh, distributors. He calls them sticks. Yeah, I'm not. I can't get there. The worst than sticks is bats. Bats is bad. That's douchey. All I mean, right. I like a cigar, but if you ever hear me call it a bat, take a bat and hit me on the side of the head, and then shove it up my asshole until I come done. Because. Uh, it's so douchey. We'll have a couple bats, dude. Oh, come on. And you're on. like, come on, get out of here with what the up, bats. What about a stogie? I like stogie. <laughs> I like stogie. How about cigar? Big brown dick? Whatever it is. Sure. I like uh, I like a cigar. Because cigar is not a long, crazy word. Yeah, I know. Like a couple cigars. Yeah. I uh, like, uh, what was that? There's another one. Uh, stogie? Uh, pierogi? No, that's a food. All right. <laughs> Pepperoni. Also... I can't think of it, damn it. Call in if you know the other name. All right. We haven't had a call in in a while. Yeah, well, we had the phone uh, taken away by the repo men. They're going to say retard men. <laughs> well, that guy didn't look too healthy. <laughs> I might say so. Boy, we're, we're going to lose all the fun work. I feel bad. I said retard last week six times, and I think I said the F word a couple times. Fuck. Nah, the other one, the uh... bad one. Fuck is fun now, because fuck isn't at anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's offended by fuck. You can go out and be like, ah, fuck you, you fuckity fuck, fuck, fucks. Oh, man, remember when you were a kid, you said fuck, you got 
slapped upside the head by your friend's mom. Yeah. Upside? What is upside? <laughs> I think uh, it's upward. Like an up oh, swing. you're right. It's up. up. Down. You'd be slapped downside the head. The kids in my neighborhood, black kids, if you got hit in the head and got like a lump or a knot, they'd call it an eggy wop. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you got a fucking eggy wop. I don't know where that came from, but it, it stuck. By the way, downsides, another one of these words you can't say. Retired, downsides, the whole thing. Downside? You're thinking of down Z. Oh, that's what it was. Downside, I think it's all right. Oh, all right. I feel bad about the language. I don't know what to do anymore. You know what I mean? I don't want to be one of these guys that offends and people go, ah, you piece of shit, but uh, we're, we're, we're kooky and khaki over here. I said, let it ride. <laughs> we're all going to die one day. I'm gay. You're retarded. He's a fag. We're all in this pot together, folks. <laughs> it's all a lot. Being, it's a lot. I'm terrified. Being offended is a luxury, mind you. Can I say that? Please. You think these people in, uh, what is it, Bosnia? What's a horrible place? Bosnia was 90s. I think it's nice yeah. now. All right. Darfur? Yeah, that's still bad. All right. What's going on over there? I just know as it as I know it as a bad place. I have no visual knowledge of anything. Is that Coney? Is Coney over there? Yeah, what? Coney Island? It's, what is that? No, the island is different. That's got its own problems. But Coney, yeah. I think, is like slicing people up and killing them. And, what? And, yeah, it's a whole Holocaust situation. Whoa! See, the, 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 the swastika people there. Nazis? Nazis. They took... Holocaust just means that Holocaust now, because it was so grand. That's like Kleenex. Exactly, or Q-tip. Uh, or Band-Aid. Exactly. I think I ran out of them after the three. Sharpie. Oh, Sharpie's a good one. Mm -hmm, I'll take it. But Coke could... Yeah. Nah, some places, but those All people right. are... I those are Those are down ways. Yeah. Downsides? What was the other Downsy. one? Downsy. Downsy, what was the one I said? Downside. Upside, upside and downside. Yeah, 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 downside. You're right. It sounded different. But I believe it's a holocaust. Can we can we Google Shelby? I think you're right. Holocaust is a holocaust. Not that's a holocaust. But I don't know if this is actually a holocaust. I might be mixing and matching. Uh, Maybe it's a genocide. I think they can be pretty. So What's the difference between a genocide and a holocaust? Interesting. Because a genocide could be maybe it's 50 people and Holocaust is oh, 1,000. I don't know. The I don't know the numbers. Maybe, I think this might be, I think a Holocaust is more organized. Get them on the trains, get some lists together, put them together, you know, in a, in a camp. And a genocide is just like, you're just mowing down fuckers. That doesn't sound right. Not at all. But uh, if you get some lists together, I recommend Deb and uh, Uncle Dale and myself. Why? I noticed you left Dad out. <laughs> That's, that's well, he's that left me a out lot. a couple times. Oh boy, he still uh, still owes you a few rides after school. I'm not sure what that means. Shell, what do you got? Holocaust is the destruction or slaughter on a mass scale. So it's a numbers game. So what's genocide? Aha! Uh -huh. Can we look up genocide? And then uh, while you're at it, see if Coney qualifies as either. Yes. Because he might be trying to get to Holocaust, you know what I mean? Like a video game, which you get enough mm, points. He's trying to collect enough skulls so he right. can be a Holocauster. Uh-huh. What do you Genocide got? Genocide is like a particular ethnic group. So oh. technically, when we bombed uh, Japan with a nuke, that could have been That's a Genocide. Or a oh. Holocaust. Like, I think oh, we, I yeah. see. So the Holocaust was a genocide and a Holocaust. Yes. Uh -huh. It was a two for one. Nice. Good for Hitler. So Holocaust, not necessarily a group. If, you, if we Holocausted a thousand people of all different varieties, it's yeah. still a Holocaust. Yeah. Well, the uh, Jews got fucked during the Holocaust, obviously, but no one talks about the blacks, gays, and gypsies and the retards that got lumped in. Was there a lot of them? Was there uh, a lot of blacks? I mean, a couple hundo, I assume. Yeah, I don't know the numbers. I came back from Europe and I watched uh, Hitler and the Nazis on Netflix, and uh, it's pretty fascinating. But I got to tell you, I, I had a moment. I'm like, I can't make any uh, Holocaust jokes ever again because, I mean, I probably will, but it, it's fucking horrific. You watch it, it hurts. You're like, oh my god, because uh. sometimes it, stuff just becomes words, and we're being silly, and we're goofing and gaffing. But when you put your your eyes and your mind and ears there, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is the worst thing I've ever seen or heard of in my life. It's crazy, and you got to hand it to the Jews; they don't talk about it that much. I mean, they got the museums and the movies. I don't know. I mean, I hang out with Jews for a living, and there's not a lot of like, oh well, the Holocaust, right? Well, I think they've removed. Uh, people become removed. They make. The most Holocaust jokes. My Jewish comedian friends. You think so? Oh, of course. Yes. Hmm. Lots of them. 
Really? Yeah, they're all the time. Hey, boy, uh, oven, don't keep me away from an oven. Hello, it's a lot of that. I feel like I, I see the Gentiles doing those, but... I think uh, there's a lot of both. All right. I mean, well, there's a lot of jokes being made in our our group of uh, right. friends and pals. But uh, you get removed. I think if you make that joke around uh, your great-grandpappy, what do they call a grandmother? Booby. Uh-huh. Your great-grand-booby, then, yeah. uh, you know, it could be trouble. The grand-booby. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we had a, I went to Catholic school. We had the one Jew, Austin, and he was a, he was in our crew. He was in our group. And boy, did he just get a whirlwind of anti-Semitic jabs. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, he snapped a few times like, all right, I'm the Jew. We got it. You know, like at a, at a house party. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Sorry, Austin. One too many. I think you do that, especially when you're drinking. You make a lot of yeah. jokes. Remember that time? I feel bad about this. I was just talking to Sarah about this yesterday. We were at Cabin. And I kept making old jokes to Ruby. I made like a half hour Ooh. of them. And now you were like, what are you doing? Ruby's pissed. He hates you. And I was like, what? And then, of course, I went down a drain. I was like, oh my God. He hates me. Everyone hates <laughs> that me. That was quite a rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 He did that to me one, or I did it to him. He was coming over. And I was waiting for him, and I go, where's the old guy? And he goes, I'm right here. And I was like, oh, shit. He heard, we'd already walked in. Ah. He heard it. Well, anyway, check out that Hitler and the Nazis, and boy, that was horrible. And uh, don't you feel, maybe call in, write in. These people, uh, a lot of these people, the, the American exceptionalism, and we're, the, we're number one, and we're the heroes, and uh, which, you know, I think we are, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Eh, I don't want to catch problems. too much heat, but doesn't it bother you that... America didn't get involved in World War II. We knew what was going on over there. And it wasn't until uh, Japan. I mean, we were supplying the English. We were helping the English out there. But, I mean, they were holocausting these people since 38, for God's sakes. Wow. And uh, we got in 41, December of 40, basically 1942. And it's like, why? I also don't understand. I'm dumb, so I don't know things. So I might just be an easy answer. I just don't know them. But why, why didn't we have a mission... I know we did the the Normandy invasion to get the beachfront and the fronts and the Japan and the thing. Why wasn't there a mission of like let's drop people into Auschwitz and get these fucking people out of here? They're putting them in ovens over there because we, want, we wanted to kill the the bee before going into the saving people. We wanted to hurt him. I understand like there was like uh, a tactical war and whatever risk the game of risk you got to beat them at their arm, but it's like. Dude, we got a million people in here. They're shoving them into ovens. They're starving them. I, They're inside. I get agree, in there and fucking you, save these people. You drop people in Auschwitz, they're just going to get mowed down. I think. No, you uh, drop a ton of them. I, I mean, I, I get, yeah, but then what do you do? You work your way out? I mean, these are camps in the middle of the country. We, we wanted, we started on the perimeter and went in. Yes, you get, work your way out. I mean, they're, I this is know. serious business. Because these other places, they're occupying, but they're not fucking holocausting them. Hmm. I don't, but I, I might be a dumb person. I, there might a, be a reason. There's a, definitely some, but what there isn't a reason, reason for it. We didn't get involved in the war. Like we're like these heroes, and we won the war, and we're America, yada yada. But the war was going on for quite some time before we got involved, which is pretty crazy to me. It's crazy, but I, I hear you, and I'm with you, and I feel you, dog. But what's up with uh, America's always? We're always the the savior. But that's our thing. That's our role, and we're powerful. We have a powerful army. We we're do. supposed to be do-gooders. I agree, and we are. But hey, how about a little love? I uh, think there's love. I mean, we're also bombing we're the, we're the, fucking well, Muslim true, countries but, for hundreds of years here. But I mean, we're, you know, we're but. the butt of the jug with a fucking ugly American. That's our name, ugly Americans. We're idiots, and we we are idiots. But you know, it's how about like we're 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 picking up the bar tab every week. Well, it goes both ways, I suppose. There could be more of that. But uh, don't forget, we're also uh, occupying a lot of countries. We've got armies in every fucking country, yada, yada. Yeah, Boobly but boop. again, it's war, and it's a dick-pissing contest. And uh, I think it, they got the saving people second behind, we want to win. Yeah, I guess. I just don't... Uh, it seems weird. I feel like we're supposed to be the... Co- we, we broadcast ourselves as this country that's... You know, we're, we're, we're the guys, we fucking, we're heroes, mm-hmm. but uh, they were killing these fucking Jews for three years. Yeah, yeah. Ovens, they were genociding them, they were holocausting them. Oh, yeah. I don't believe it's a verb, but uh, whatever. Should be, I holocausted the hell out of that Chipotle today. Yeah, you did, I genocided it, because mm-hmm. it was one Mexican group. Yes. Anyways, thank you, Shelby. Appreciate it. Got a little bit of a chuck. Shelby's a tough laugh, I have to say. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten one. Those lips are sealed, folks. That's a big seal. <laughs> All right. Hey, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. 
Uh, anywho, let's let's move on from this. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get a bunch of tweets from these people that have you know American flag icons and be like, "Shut up, you commie piece of shit." Well, you're gonna get a lot of uh, strategic army, you know, invasion. Tips. I hope so. I hope I do. I'd love to get that, but I, I mean, it's it seems like it's hard for me, someone to tell me that we couldn't. Uh, Dropped a bunch of soldiers into Auschwitz and Krakow to fucking liberate these camps here. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, probably there's some resentment there. They must have been sitting there going, somebody fucking save us, for God's sakes. Well, what about the other countries closer? Uh, I think they were fight. They were occupied. So they were fighting them there. We weren't occupied. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, what do I know? I'm an idiot. I'm a dumb person. Public school, no college. I'm an asshole. All right. All right. I mean, I, I'm with you. I'd like to save the folks, too, but... We were we were we were very aware of it. I mean, that the seems camps. weird that we wouldn't be. Shelby, what do you know about this? I think we were pretty well aware that there was a Holocaust happening from the get go. He was yelling about it. I mean, it was broadcast. He was well, going to fucking Jews. It was in German. That's true. Maybe we didn't have a translator. Maybe mm, that was the issue. That could have been it. Shelby, what do you got over there? It says they. It's like it is a debate of why they didn't bomb like the rails and. Stuff yes, like that. thank mm, you. All right. Well, there you go. You heard it here from a Jew face. Half. Ah, just a good half. Get out of here. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Yeah, that's a nice little history. I wouldn't say lesson. History. uh, Query. Yeah, query. We could watch History Channel for six minutes and probably cover this subject, because all they do is play Hitler shit. Yeah, I love it. I love watching it. He's a fascinating, fascinating gentleman. You heard that Mike Racine joke about how... uh, Hitler had so much confidence. If he didn't have any confidence, we none of this shit would have happened. He would just be like, you know, we should maybe, I don't know, kill the Jews. They'd be like, get out of here. Right. Yeah, it's a great bit. Kind of like Louis Joe. He would go back and fuck him in the ass, remember? Oh, uh, right, right, right. To ruin right, his right. thing. A lot of good Hitler jokes. Uh, there was the uh, Joe Mackey is a great one. The time machine. Yeah, I'm going to have to, what, my time machine breaks. I got to kill 20, 30 Jews. Right. I mean, uh, Nazis. Nazis. A lot of damage done by a lot of terrible people. There you go, folks. Anyway, so I was going up to Robert Kelly's house there, and yeah. uh, we had some cigar. We're having the smoking the bats, the sticks, and he's got a hell of a backyard there. He built a little shed back there, mm. and he's got a, a dual fan thing. You know, like it's oscillating, but there's two fans on each end. You ever mm, see one of those? No. It's like a double fan. The whole thing's oscillating. Oh, they're connected. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really something else. All right. And uh, he's got a little, it's like a man cave, if you will. I hate that term as much as I hate oh. bats. Hate man cave. It's embarrassing. But anyway, he's got a man. It's not a cave either. It's a man hut. It's a shed. It's a shed. All right. But he's got couches in there, and he's got a thousand sticks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we smoked a couple of stick bats. A couple of, maybe we should come up with a new one. A pipe. A mm, dick. Pipe's already a thing. Dick. But well, so is a stick and a bat. What That's about the a, problem? <laughs> what about a paper cock? Paper cock. It's not paper, though. Well, I got a wrap. Yeah. I guess I it's, what is it, a leaf? It's a leaf. A leaf cock. A leaf cock. All right. Leaf Dick, Leaf Cock, Leaf Schlong, Leaf Hogan. Leafer Sutherland. Ooh, uh, girl. Ryan Leaf. Aha. Uh-huh. Leave me alone. I'm out. All right, anyway, so we're smoking a couple of long neck bottles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I, I get sleepy. We're smoking the cigar. I'm wacky. It gives me a thick, dark one, you know, so yeah. I'm like fucking smashed. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting sleepy. I stand up. I go, ah! I put my hand in the fan. Ah. And it went, like a crazy sound. This is like a super fan. This is like a new, like a, like a, like a Go Pack Joe, a super fan. Yes. Like a high-powered fucking blade. Look at my hand. It's, it's bleeding. It's swollen. It's tough. From a long distance, it doesn't look that bad, but it's swollen. I'm I telling a, you. I see a prick. And then Bobby's like, what the fuck are you doing, you little piece of shit? And I'm like, I, well, I, I, I cut my hand. I'm hurt. And he's yeah. like, you put your hand in my fan, you fucking faggot. You're going to die. Jesus. And uh, he didn't come. I don't know why I said the F word. I'm sorry. I'll take it back. He doesn't use that language. Neither do I, for God's sakes. No, no. But anyways, maybe we'll change that in post to uh, fruitcake. Aha. Uh-huh. What are you doing, you little fruitcake? You I know? like it. But anyways, so uh, I'm kidding. Don't make a note. No uh, notes. <laughs> keep it. It's real. And I like the rebuttal. Uh, anyways, so he yells at me, but I'm like, I'm bleeding here. I'm dying. And yeah. my, my hand's all crazy. So I go in the house, and uh, his wife is in there, and Max, the baby, Maximus, which I came up with a great porn name. Ooh. If, if uh, Bobby's kid becomes a porn star, which is, I would say, 11% chance. Uh, more than that. Climax Kelly. Ooh. Pretty good, right? Also good for a mobster. 
But climax is like an orgasm, you see? I get it. That could be his big thing. He, he splooges all over. Yeah. Climax Kelly. I'm into it. Maybe in post they add extra cum, you know, so it's like extra soupy. That'd be great if he just shows a, a footage of him like, and then you just see a splash of like a glass of milk on a woman. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Climax Kelly. Mm. Anyway, or anyone named Max whatever. Climax Normand. Sure. Anyways. Oh, how about Climax a million? Oh! He's given a million climaxes. Yes! Climax a million. Yes. A million ounces of cum. There you go. So anyways, I go in there, and the baby's in there. He's three. He's, not he's like, hey, Joe! Because we just hung out, you know, mm. at, uh, at Bobby's Barbecue, and then he was at Louie's house. So he sees me. He's like, and he doesn't even know Bobby's out there, because he was taking a nap, you know? Mm. So he thinks, I just showed up at his house. Like, hey! Yeah. There's my friend. Oh, fun. So we start playing. Meanwhile, I'm bleeding. I'm crying. I got an ice pack, and I'm yeah. holding it He's like, look at my toys. Look at my cookie. Look at my shoe. And I'm uh-huh. like, that's great. My, my hand is broken. You sure. Piece of shit. Um, so anyways, I hang out with him, and then uh, Bobby comes in the house eventually, and uh, Bobby's like, you say hello to my friend Joe? And then Max is like, that's my friend Joe. Ooh. He wasn't even joking. He's like, what are you talking about? That's my friend. You're trying to take my friend, you piece of shit? God, kids are stupid. It was really fun. It was a fun moment, but it was sweet, because I felt like, eh, we are friends. Yeah. You know? Did they uh, tug your arms at both ends? No, nah, no. Nah, oh, nothing right. like that. But uh, my penis was touched by myself in the bathroom. Fun fun fact. Wait, were you, go- you, you, were you done? Keep going. All right, well, when I was a kid, my friend from Belgium, I'm not going to give away his name, but he's, his parents were both alcoholics, crazy French drunks. Fun. And they would always fight, like, you know, throwing plates, very French. Oh, you don't go, you know, like just fighting in the house. He's holding a glass of wine. He's got a cigarette. Oh, he's shirtless, painting, you know. And uh, they would fight over, they got divorced, and they would fight over the son. And I would just be sitting there. And one time they pulled him, arm, arm each arm, pulling. Uh-oh. Either way, and they ripped the uh, arm out of the socket. Uh, what do you call it? Dislocated. Dislocated. Dislocated the shoulder. Had to go to the hospital. Wow. I saw it with my own eyes. It was crazy. That's abuse. It was wild. Did it make a... You know, the yelling was so loud. Wow. I didn't hear it, and I was masturbating. I bet it made a... And you just didn't hear it. Probably. And he went... Ah! And they went, oh my God, Jean! Oh, shit, I gave his name away. But yeah, yeah. Oh, they, uh, they flipped out. They had to bring him to the hospital. Then it was a fight to see who bring him to the hospital. It was a whole thing, and I had to go home. That'd be funny if they tugged his other arm out trying to get him to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so we were driving <laughs> bottle of water there and uh so i'm like ah there's no bottle of water right i go there's no bottle of water he goes come on there's water back there i put it back there i'm sweating i'm dying i'm old and i go no no there's no water and then uh, we get to where he's dropped me off he dropped me off on the west side highway this guy we've been wow. friends 20 years it's a hell of a father he goes i don't want to pull into the street there's too much traffic so you, you get out here you get out he dropped me off in riverside park the sun is down oh it's nighttime in the woods well you got the the the, the chopper what's that guy's name the the loppers. The loppers, the loppers out there. Yeah, yeah. So I was scared, and I get out, and then uh, right before he pulls away, I knock on the window, and I show him a full bottle of water. I hit it. Yes. I hit it the thing the whole time, and I held on to it. You know how hard it is to sit on a punchline? Oh, When you geez. got it, you just want to throw it out of there. Of course, of course. So I sat on it until he started pulling away, and I was like, fuck you, I got the water. Yeah. And then I got uh, raped in the park. There you go. Sorry about that. But I dumped the water on the guy, and it, he went uh-huh. away. He melted. There you go. So nice. Nice. So that was fun. What do you got going on over there? I haven't seen you since 89. I tell you, I don't have much. I just got back from uh, Phoenix. Oh. I got to give a shout out to Stand Up Live. Great club. Casey, the manager, hell of a guy. Uh, great wait staff. Just a good time. Huge room. 550 or 650, something crazy. Wow. They had to do a lot of... A lot of curtaining off, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, but uh, just a—it's a good town. It's old school over there. I got my hair cut, and the—I remember. How about this? The postman walks in, and I'm getting my hair cut, and the post office guys in there, and they go, "Hey, Ricky, or whatever." And he goes, "Hey, hey, what's shaking, guys? Here's your mail. By the way, you didn't even trim up my back. What? Trim the back up? The neck? You the, mean? Yeah, we'll trim the back of the neck. Oh, I think he meant the back. Well, he wasn't Greek. <laughs> But uh, so they're like, yeah, get in here, Ricky. So he, he dropped the mail off. They trimmed the neck, and he left. Oh, wow! It was just a nice moment. Let me ask you this, because I'm visualizing and I'm auto audioizing. Were there bells? I feel I, I hear bells when I hear it. When the door opened, a yes, cuddling. yes, yeah, there was. It was a bar. It was a barber shop. Let me ask you this: Was there a mail slot in the door? No, no, no mail no, slot. No mail slot. I wanted a mail slot. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> no slot. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they, they trimmed his ass up, and he went right on it, grabbed his, his sack, and whistled his way out of there. The proverbial ass or his actual ass? Proverb. <laughs> Pervert. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, and I was like, that's a fucking quaint. You forget you live in these big, gigantic cities. I mean, Phoenix is a big city, but you live in these big places, L.A., New York, and then you're like, oh, yeah, people just do shit for other people, and it's not a thing. Yeah, good people. It's good people. You know, Phoenix, I got a ride down from Charlie. Charlie? The old black... Blues driver. <laughs> oh, that was a Vietnamese guy. No, no, not the enemy. This guy was just like a nice guy. He drove me from the airport to my hotel, and he told me the whole history of Phoenix, which is basically there's mountains all around. It's all Native American area. We slaughtered them, and then the uh, yeah we did, dude. The, the reason the they 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 live in Phoenix is because all the water trickles down from the mountains, and that's ah, where they get their irrigation. Trickle down economics. Trickle voodoo economics. Something d o o. Yeah, so uh, Phoenix is great. Just good-looking people there. A lot of sun, almost too much sun. It's, it's like being on Mars with Latinos. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But uh, I had a blast and uh, got first class both ways, I'll tell you. Nothing better. Wow. I got I just got the Delta Silver. I'm pretty looking forward to a nice uh, bump up. You'll get that bump. Speaking of people doing nice things for other people and uh, saving the Jews from the Holocaust... I was at Chipotle earlier, as uh, we typically are. Yes. Usually we go after show. Today we went before the show. Pre-chip. I got there a few minutes before you, and I had to urinate real bad. You know, I got bladder issues. Big bladder problem. Well, small, small bladder. Small bladder. Yeah, I got, a, I got a big bladder and a small bladder. My small bladder is the problem. Mm-hmm. Drink a lot of tea, a lot of water, a lot of ice, a lot of smoothies, and uh, come occasionally. So... I was there, and I didn't have a receipt yet, because I hadn't ordered the food. No no code. Yes. They have codes here. By the way, no code. Great Pearl Jam album, if you're out there listening. Oh, really? No code? Yeah, 1996. Mm. Underrated. Anyway, so I was sitting there, and I sometimes I know a couple of the codes. 3874, 2396. So I went over there. I tried a couple. Boop, 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 boop. Fail. Boop, boop, boop. Fail. And I went, ah, it's all right. I'll wait for Mark. Went back to my seat, and a delightful uh, white male homosexual human being came over and he said it's 9247 and he handed me his receipt <laughs> and i went oh my god what a what a deal what a nice guy did he go in with you no he, oh. he didn't no right. no foot tap or anything he just gave me the receipt and i said hey thanks you ordered uh, a, a great order here yeah and i i tapped the receipt a little bit like i did uh, one of these you know what does and that mean i just did a little gay code yeah <laughs> Another great Pearl Jam. <laughs> that was way overrated. Gecko. That came out in 2012. Uh huh. Anyway, there's a big, big rainbow on the cover. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing Ooh, with this episode, but this is a loopy and lappy. <laughs> it might be my favorite. Who knows? Uh, not mine. I'm gonna get. Some, <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of flack. A lot of what do you call it? Uh, What's the thing called that flies out of the grenade? Shrapnel. Yes. Now, I'm not going to get flack. I'm going to get shrapnel I hate here. shrapnel. Just flying all over the room. Yeah, so anyways, I go in there, and I had a good urine, and I came back out, and you were there, and I said, hey, thanks again, my friend. And you were like, who's this uh, kook? And I said, he, he's a bathroom angel. Yes, that's right. I but I was said another word, but yeah. It was really nice, though. He came over, and he saw me do it, and then he helped me out. Maybe he was flirting. I don't know. Maybe, and well, hey, I take it back. I was talking about how great Phoenix is. Maybe it's great here, too. It's great everywhere. Let's be honest. This is a great, beautiful, wonderful time to be alive, unless you're in the at the hands of Coney over there. I mean, that guy. <laughs> Did we find out? Is he genociding or what? Did we get yeah, a Yeah, what's scoop? Coney doing? Is he making dogs over there? What's he doing? It's K-O-N-I, I believe. Oh, really? Or it might be K-O-N-Y. That's hip. I think He's it's a- N-Y. N-Y, see. <laughs> He's a bad guy, I think. Yeah. That's all I know about that guy. We should know more. Why is he alive? Kill the man. Parachute him in. Kill yes. Him. I don't think they know where he is. Ah, oh, Bin Laden style. These conies, they just sit in huts and caves and they can't find him. Ride the pony. Boop, boop, boop. My neck. My back. So, yeah. Did I tell you my Dublin story? Dublin. You told me some Dublin stuff. Oh, God. I, I don't want to repeat, but I, I felt like I left here, and I go, oh, my Dublin story. You told a Dublin story, but I don't know. You were at O'Donoghue's there, and you walked around till the sun came up. Did it involve the, the jail? Jail. Did you go to jail? Ah. Uh-huh. I don't think you I went to jail. I technically went to a jail. I can't remember or not. Shit. Call in if you know. Shelbo, what do you got? Do you remember? Anything on a jail? You can't really look that up. I mean, no, no. Well, start telling it. If they hear all it again, right. they can fast forward. Well, now I feel weird, but all right. So, 
Ah, maybe I did tell it. I felt weird okay. all day. You maybe you did. Shit. So all right, I'll I'll just start and you kick me in the dick. All right. So uh, I go to Dublin Sweet. and I got a whole day free. And they, you know, I got the show at night. This is what I hate about hotels. You get you check in at three. Mm-hmm. The day's all gone, but you got to leave check out at ten. Yep. That's insanity. Cool. I got a whole day. I need I need more hotel time. Yeah. I don't like that. I have to leave that early, and then if I have nothing to do, you just you're just out there. In the in the wilderness. Well, I mean, I don't want to play uh, devil's uh, boyfriend here, but most checkouts are noon, and you can get noon. a late one to one. Every, I mean, come on, noon. Hotels mostly are at noon. Eleven sometimes. I've noon seen some eleven. And then uh, you drop your luggage off. They hold on to your luggage. Yeah, they hold. That's nice. But yeah, it's a nightmare. It's but a bummer. You got to jerk off in a phone booth. Exactly. And they had to make the the hold the luggage rule because they knew they were kicking your ass out of there. Yeah, but they got to turn it over. They got to turn it over. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, so I put the luggage in. I'm pissed. I got a whole day to kill. The show's at eight. It's ten a.m. I'm hungover. I'm yeah. fat. I'm gay. It's a whole thing. So I wake up that morning, and I didn't realize you get a free breakfast at this hotel. Oh, nice! Which is great. But uh, they were like, "You want to do the buffet? You want us to bring it to the room?" I was like, "Well, bring it to the room, so I don't have to put clothes on." Yeah. So uh, I go out all night drinking hard, Guinnessing, whiskeying, all the Irish boozes. I drink them all. Sure. And uh, I go go out. I get home at five a.m. Whatever. Door knocks at eight a.m. Uh oh. Breakfast. Hello. Youth, youth Vidaya Doubtfire here, <laughs> whatever it is. And I go, oh, shit. I'm like glassy-eyed. i am got a huge boner. My asshole's bleeding. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. Come on in, you skank. And she wheels that fucking cart in there. And I'm talking, this thing is decked out. It's silver jewelry. Not uh, What do you call it? Silverware and uh, fucking like tea kettles of <laughs> cast iron silver. Is that a thing? Yeah. Everything is yeah. just shiny and beautiful. And it's all such a beautiful old old english presentation you know like from the it's like i'm like a queen oh wow so she brings it in she opens the lid steam comes out she's like this is a a traditional irish breakfast you got the eggs the the sausage the blood pudding and all this i was like oh my god and she's like this is yogurt with uh nuts in it and this is a your thing of fruit here's a little fruit cake and all that you're a fruit cake the whole thing so i'm like oh this is like a grand old opry here so i'm like all right great so now I'm like, well, shit, I, I could go back to bed, but now I got this free breakfast here. I'm just going to eat it. It's hot. Fuck it. Then I'll go back to bed. So I'm on two hours of sleep, whatever. I'm so hungover. I'm just like wolfing this shit down, and I'm ugh, putting down a coffee and a tea and everything they brought. I just eat it all. I eat the butter and the bread, everything. And I'm just like, whoa, and I hit the bed again. Phone rings at like 1130. They're like, hey, asshole, the checkout's at 10. Uh-oh. What are you doing in there? And I was like, ah! <laughs> I get up again. There's, you know, the silver's all over the room and there's bread everywhere. And I got berry crumbs in my belly button. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. The people are knocking at the door. There's people knocking on the window. Everybody's trying to get in. So I was like, all right, let me just jump in the shower and I'm out of there. And I can tell they're just like, oh, these American idiots. So I jump in the shower, the hungover shower. I pack up everything. And I just run out of there, and I give him my bag, and I go, what do I? What should I do in this town? I got eight hours to kill. And the guy goes, you got to go see the jail. Best thing in Ireland, best attraction, old jail from like the, you know, B.C. or whatever hell, not really, but old. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, great, I'm in. And he goes, it's a walk, though. And I go, ah, I'm a New Yorker. What is it? He's like, it's like a 30, 40-minute walk. I was like, I got to kill eight hours. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. So I just start huffing it. Start huffing it all the way down. Here we go. I got a big map. I'm that guy. Just map, turn it over, looking around. I'm lost eight times. I must have walked for like two and a half hours. Oh, boy. I went way out of the way. I went through the ghetto. I asked a guy, and there was a guy outside of a bar with like no teeth. I was like, hey, man, where's the jail? He goes, whoo, you're way off, which you hate to hear. Yeah, that's the worst. And I'm in the ghetto, and it was horrible. Irish ghetto is no joke. Yeah, much different than those uh, Polish ghettos we were referencing earlier. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, I keep walking. I'm sweating. It's hot out. I'm, I'm hungover. I finally get to the jail. I can see it. Like, ah, I'm, I'm the first guy to be happy about seeing a jail. And I'm like, hey, man. There's a big cop outside with a machine gun and a sweater. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, whoo. Walked here all the way from uh, wherever the fuck. He goes, Jesus Christ. Holy hell. It's quite a walk. I go, yeah, well. I am ready for the jail tour. And he goes, yeah, what's your reservation? Uh, and I go, what, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, this has been booked up. This book's up months in advance. It's the best thing in Ireland. I'm like, I heard that. Oh, geez. But, uh, you know, no res. 
And he goes, well, I hate to tell you there, Chachi, but you're shit out. Oh, my God. And I go, well, come on, man. I, I flew here. I made up shit. I'm like, I flew here from New York to see this jail. I love jails. I got a real jail fetish. And he was like, get out of here. I was like, have you seen Oz? It's my favorite show. Jailbird Rocks, my favorite song, all this shit. Jailhouse Rock. So he's like, get the hell out of Dodge, you homo. Jailbird and I was like, Rock. Yeah, I was like, look, I, I, come on. I, I walked all the way here from, from fucking the Emerald Isle. And he's like, yeah, you're in the Emerald Isle. Get that out of here. Yeah. So I was like, come on! He goes, ah! We do a big, ah! We're kicking rocks on each other. And I go, all right, fine. I leave, and I see all the people going, they're coming out of the jail, and they're like, it was amazing. Oh, my God, what a show. Ah, the jail, what a jail. I was like, fucking hell. Ah! So I leave there, and now I got nothing. Now I've got a, a sweaty, I'm hungover still, I have no water, I'm nothing, and I gotta go all the way back. Ah, geez. All the way, there's no cabs around, the jail's in the worst part of town, which I don't know why they picked that part for the jail. They could've gave you water in the jail. Well, bread, I, bread and water, what's all that bread and water bullshit? I couldn't get in. Ah, uh, they didn't let you Hey, what do you mean, give me the bread, or what? the water. The, the, the troops, the, what do you call them, inmates have better food than I you. I know, they're living the dream, they got shelter at least. You know what you should've done? You should've committed a crime. Ah, uh, but it's not even a function jail. Ah, it's a bet no function. I was going to say, he could have raped the cop and That's they would have stuck you right in there I for a couple days. Taking his gun, pistol whipped him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that guy was a real snarly cunt, by oh, the way. Geez. But yeah, just a real red-headed cock. We so, all hated him. Yes. So, uh, and I just... That? I just start walking. I got no other option. I'm looking for a water fountain. I'm seeing mirages of ice cream shops and kids, and I'm just freaking out. And I just start walking all. I'm like, here we go. Just suck it up. Here we go, Ireland. All right. And then I go, I look into the distance, and I see Guinness, the Guinness factory. Oh, And I boy. go, well, how do you like that? That's a tourist thing. I'm a tourist. Guinness. I love Guinness. Yeah. yeah I can use a fucking beer. And so I'm walking towards the Guinness shop or factory or brewery, I believe it is. Uh, it's a brewery. Yes, a brewery. And I get there, and it's giant. It's mad. Have you been there? I have, yeah. It's sprawling. Yeah, it's huge. It I thought it was one giant warehouse with a bunch of vats in it. Turns out they, they, they Guinness the whole country with this thing. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. So I see a bunch of guys in overalls, like, pushing barrels on dollies. It was classic. And I get right into the Guinness place, and I see, like, a... Uh, uh, a tour going on. So uh -huh. I was like, all right, uh, you know, slide right into this. Stowaway. So I go into this tour and it just hits me. Everything hits me at once. The Irish breakfast, the hungover, the walk. I got a shit like it's the Titanic. It's, it's now. It's coming out now. It's one of those like now or never shits. Like you got a shit now. So the shit is the Titanic. I, or the iceberg. Ice. <laughs> I don't know. Something hit me. I guess I'm the iceberg <laughs> and the shit hit me. So the shit's the boat. Ah, shit. I'm not, maybe the captain that yells iceberg right ahead. That's yeah, you. That's, that's me. That's not the shit, though. So who's the, the poo is the ice? Oh, fuck. <laughs> who's the captain? <laughs> the poo's the captain. No, DiCaprio. Who's DiCaprio? Oh, the get my dick. Because <laughs> I painted the it earlier. Was Winslet. Maybe it's Winslet. Winslet. She was all She's right. slipping out. Yeah. Oh, I got it. All right. It's Billy Zane is the ah, shit. Ah, because he's a dick. He's running out with the... Your shit's a dick. The shit's a dick. It's a big brown dick. Why would your shit be a dick? Because it's coming in my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the shit is the boat, and it hit me, and I'm the iceberg. We'll go with that. And that makes sense. Because it would pass through. Yes. The ship would pass through the iceberg. And no one saw it coming. Wait, you're the ship of the iceberg. I already forgot. I'm the ship. No, I'm the iceberg. The shit is the iceberg, and the... Wait. No, no, you're the... You're the iceberg, and the ship is passing through you, and it's fucking you up. So who's the boat? The shit. The shit is the boat. Yeah, you're the iceberg. I'm the iceberg. You're melting, baby. All right. And the shit is passing through, and uh -huh. in the process of passing through, it's fucking you up. Yes, and I got beads of sweat, and the beads of sweat are all the people jumping off the boat. Yes. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. And I don't know what that old lady was doing with that emerald. <laughs> So, uh, that shouldn't be up there. No, 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 that ain't up there. All right, you're the king of the world. Aha! Uh -huh. So, by the way, number one grossing film of all time until... Avatar. Also, both Cameron. James Cameron, yeah. yeah. What does yeah. that say, well, huh? A little heavy-handed, if you ask me. A little, me. Jesus. Um, all right, so now I'm in trouble. Now I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, this blood pudding is about to rip my asshole apart. Yeah. So I just... I just ditch the tour and I just run around. I'm like, I gotta find. I'm just. It's like an old silent film. I'm just like, 
running through all the alleyways and all the warehouses in between them each, and then people are like, what? What's he up to? What the hell? And I'm running by people working, the sparks flying. I'm running by, I'm just zigging and zagging all through this place. Finally, I can't find a fucking door or anything. There's no, there's not, there's not like a bathroom sign at the Guinness vats, right. you know, at the brewery. So I finally find the Guinness gift shop. Thank mm-hmm. God. I'm like, there's got to be a bathroom in the gift shop. I run in there. There's some pipsqueak with a Guinness shirt on. And he goes, hey, ho, mid laddie. Uh, you you, gotta, you can't come in here. Where's your ticket? And I was like, ticket? He's like, yeah, it's a tour. The, the tour comes here. You can't just walk in. I'm like, I'm not in the tour. And he's like, yeah, well, you got to buy a ticket. And I was like, I just got to take a shit. I've got to come clean with the guys. Like, the bathroom's in the tour. Oh, so I had to buy God. a $20 ticket to take a shit. A $20 shit. Yeah. God, with inflation, that's a hell of a dump. Yeah, I guess so. No oh, really. residuals either. I don't know what inflation is, really. That's yeah, the money going up over time. Right. All right, I guess I know what it is. There now. you go. All right. All right. Genocide. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So I took a... I mean, it was just one of those like dumb and dumber shits. Like... <laughs> just filling that bowl up and uh, that was some... Some blood pudding came out of me, I'll tell you that. Wow. And, uh, yeah, then I walked all the way back. But it was one of those things where I was dreading that walk back. But after the shit, the shit was so traumatizing, like having that feeling of, like, not being able to shit. You're in a foreign land. You're in a new place. You're in a brewery. Yeah. And you finally find a toilet. And I just and it was one of those, I wiped for, like, 35 minutes. It just kept wiping, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, oh, when I was shitting, someone was knocking on the door. Which I was like, what the fuck? It's a public bathroom. Just come in. You know, I'm in one of the stalls out of 10 right. stalls. And uh kept knocking the door. And I was like, well, fuck this. You know, they'll come in, whatever. The door's unlocked. Yeah. And I just kept shitting, kept wiping, kept wiping. And I come out, and there's people cleaning the bathroom. There was huh. two women. They were, That's why they were knocking. They do that in Europe. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. So I was in there going, whoo, holy, oh, God, gee. I was just screaming and moaning, and they were in there the whole time. Dude, they do that in Europe. I had it three different times on the tour. There's women just in the bathroom. I yes. came in, and I was like, oh, sorry. It was like a, it was like an old lady fucking with a the maid outfit, the whole thing. Yes. Not a sexy one. And she was washing dishes in there, and I was like, hey, I got to take a shit. She's doing lady. dishes. Yeah, and I was like, I got to poop. I'm sorry. Oh, my And then God. she's like, yeah, yeah, go poop, you fucking weirdo. And so I take a dump. I, I, I'm pissing in the air. I'm dumping. I'm jerking off. And there's a lady there. It was a little embarrassing. She had one of those feather brushes. Yes. <laughs> I came out. She was washing a baby in the sink. I don't know what, the, but I, I was literally in the in the stall going like, hot tamale, yowza, woo, holy hell, little help in here. I, had, I came out smoking. I was soaking wet. Just, you know. Wow. And then they were just in there like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, something tells me you won't be going on a date with those ladies. That's a fact. Right? Tonight is a live Tuesdays with Stories at Stand Up New York. Go to StandUpNY.com for free tickets. Yes. That sucks if somebody already bought tickets, though, doesn't it? Oh, they're already free. Well, well nobody the bought, day of. Nobody bought tickets, I guess. No. That's a bad sign. Definitely not. No one's coming to this thing. Well, we'd love you to come, but uh, we should have promoted it. Yeah. More. Come all over our tits. What do you mean we put it on two podcasts? It's, We've got 25,000 oh. listeners. It's for other stand-up shows, too. Oh, oh I see. Uh, I see. All right. Well, so because that's what that, that happens sometimes in life and consumerism. You buy early, you get screwed. I agree. Then, like the day before, they're like free tickets and a blowjob if you come. And then they're like, I bought my ticket for eighty bucks six months yeah, ago, and I can come for free. No blowjob. Anyway, so come to stand up comedy, stand up New York, for free blowjob by using the. <laughs> Remember that Larry David joke? All right. Keep Are you going. Promo code? And hey, folks, why were, let's talk about Patreon. Yeah! That Patreon's a little light, you goddamn freeloaders. Well, let me just say this to the Jews at home here, Auschwitz. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh uh, I'm just saying, everybody's got a paywall now. Everybody's got a subscription, a prescription, and a desnription. How about you realize we're the best pod out there that's free? Free podcast, no paywall. We're sweating here. We're dying. <laughs> we're just, we're, this is uh, we're, this is very hard for us, folks. Oh, we're very insecure. We understand. We're doing very well. But here's the thing: I got a wife. I got a mother. She's sick and she's gay. She's <laughs> she died. She loves 
Titty fucking. None of those things are true. All right. But eventually, you know, I, I'm looking to support a family here, for God's sakes. We live in a very expensive city, and I, I, you do the Louis, Louis tour, the business, but that ends. That's not my money. That's his money. He's that, giving it to me. That ends. Very nice. And uh, You haven't been paid yet, mind you. I have not been, but by the time this comes out, I would hope. Uh. But anyways, uh, so the, the show's free. Yes. So if everyone gave two bucks a month... I mean, we'd really be in business over here. It'd be nice. Because uh, it, it, it does take a lot of uh, effort and time, and you got 170 hours of free show out there. And what is Artie Lang? He charges seven bucks. A month. Kumia, DePaulo, Lang, Legion of Skanks, the yes. Gas Digital. Yes. It's all paywall, baby. Yeah. We got no paywall. So uh, if you want to give us five bucks a month, we- we'd love it. Oh, it yeah. Goes to good places, folks. I just gave to one of these shut down the horses in New York City places. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. You'll probably write to us and be like, shut up, you pieces of shit. Oh, but those yeah. of you that don't write, think about throwing two bucks. Two bucks a month. That's 24 bucks a year right. for uh, 52 hours of free comedy. And I That's know. a pretty good deal. That's a great deal. 24 I- bucks for 52 hours. And I, hate- I know they all hate us right now. They're all going, oh, fuck. But look. And they all go, well, you're, you're opening for shoes. Or you're on TV, List is on a private jet with Louie and blowing him and all that shit. But look, we do those gigs, we get paid for them. There's another gig. Why not get paid for that? Aha! Uh-huh. I see. All right. Well, if it value- and if you have no money, fucking for God's sakes, enjoy it for free. Yeah, don't if you have no money, just uh, you know try to live your life. But enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. It'd be nice. Anyway, I got one day. I got to talk about some European bullies. You want to hear about some European bullies? Do I? I was at the U.S. Open, of course. Excuse me. I went to the uh, the semifinals, which is very exciting to go that deep in there. You yes. Know? Now, what is a semi? There's a final. There's a quarterfinal, a semifinal, and a final. All right. So we're the second final. Yeah. So quarter, you got eight. Semi, you got four. Final, you got two. I love it. So I'm at the uh, the semifinals. Mm-hmm. So it's down to the final four. We got a uh, Gail Monfeiths. Ooh. Versus Novak Djokovic, which was, became a controversial match. I don't want to get into that. Oh boy, because there was a whole race thing involved. Now everything becomes racial. It's always a race thing. It always becomes racial. McEnroe trashed the guy, like he's racist. And you're like, what are you talking about? Oh my, everybody's a fucking racist. So it was a little. That was a whole thing. And then, uh, then it was uh, uh, K-, K Nishikori versus mm. Stan Wawrinka. And Jeez. that was a rematch of a match I saw in 2014 Ooh. with Greg Warren. It was a hell of a match. I bought great seats. I spent a little dough there because I'm really doing pretty well. That's Patreon.com. Oh, Here we go, folks. And uh, so I went to, to the semifinal there and a hell of a match. And I bought a ticket row N. So oh, I boy. get there. <laughs> now it's racial. I get there and I go, uh, I do the thing, the J-K-L... M, mm-hmm. and there's no row N. This doesn't exist. I fucking hate that shit. So I go, what the fuck is that? I got a bad ticket. They, they fucked me. There's no ticket. But I go, I'm, I'm already inside, so it's not a bad ticket. I scanned, uh, I got in. Uh-huh. So I asked the young lady with the little blue thing, the U.S. Open lady, I go, hey, sister, uh, I noticed there's no row N. And she goes, oh, that's, that's the pullout chair. So she goes over, she's a folding chair, and just unfolds it and just sticks it in the spot. She's like, how about here? Is this good? So if you go to the U.S. Open, uh-huh. get a row N. So it's a good ticket. thing. It's a big, thick cushion. The rest is like hot plastic, you know? It's like a big, thick cushion. I'll post a picture on Instagram. Wow, it all worked out. Yeah, and I'm just there. There's no one. There's no row. It's just me. Other people get the tickets. There's a fold-out chair. So I'm sitting on a big, cushy fold-out chair. And she's like, you can move it around if you're uncomfortable, too. Wow, it's no sled. It's just Bob. It's amazing. Huh. So I'm just up there, and uh, then some other people get stuck in these fold-ups. There's other people in row N. They start arriving later. It's a long mm-hmm. event, you know? And all of a sudden, I go to... I don't know. I'm back in my seat. I'm sitting there. I'm eating my chips or whatever, and there's a bunch of Swiss, uh, like, bros. Oh, Drunk wow. Swiss bros yelling for Stan Wawrinka, and they're, they're kind of jerky bros, and one of them comes over and he go, and they're drunk. They're like these drunks in the mid twenties, white guys, Swiss. One guy comes over and he goes, "Hey, mate, uh, I can't do accents. Hey, you, uh, you sitting in that chair there?" Uh oh. And I go, "Uh, yeah, I'm sitting." Like, oh, you're you sitting. I'm, and then I'm sitting there watching the match. He goes, "Are you sitting in that chair?" Ooh. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting in the chair." And they're like, "Well, I'm here with my mates, and my mates are all here. I was wondering if you could you can move to a different seat." And then they all start chiming, yeah, man. He's like, what about that seat over there? And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah, I've been here all day. Like, I've been here for hours. Yeah. I watched the whole first match. They weren't there. They're just, they're newbies. Uh-huh. 
And I'm like, I've been sitting. Now I'm going to sit here like, well, what about this row one row down? I was like, well, this is a thicker seat and it's my seat. And they're like, well, what about that thick seat over there? And I'm like, but I'm on the center line here. I'm on the net. Uh-huh. I, got the, I wouldn't trade seats with anybody. And, they're like, and they start bullying me. They're like, come Whoa. on, bro. He's like, we're mates here. Fucking with men. What are you doing? You fucking, come on, bro. And like another guy's like, not cool, bro. Whatever. Uh. They're trying to, they're trying to bully me out of the seat. Yes. And I'm like, listen, guy, I'm, I'm going to sit here. And he's like, what about that row in front? One row up. He's like, it's the same. I was like, well, why don't you sit there? Mm-hmm. I was like, you could sit there and you're in front of your, your mates. Yes. And I, I didn't like it. They tried to bully me. But I, I held strong. I don't like it either. And I'm pissed. I held strong. These, these little bullies. And then they turned out to be just racist assholes because they stood up. They were all standing, and you can't stand in the middle of the match. People are trying to see. Sure. So the uh, the one of the the usher guys comes over, and he's a Latino fella, ponytail, big guy, you know, mm-hmm. Mexican, I think, maybe Puerto Rican. Who knows? Some you never Latino. Know. One of them. And he comes over and he goes, guys, you can't stand here. You can't stand here. And they're all like, whatever language. And he's like, uh, do you guys? When do you speak English? Like you, you can't stand here. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. and he's like, so uh, do I need a translator? Like, uh, you guys, you can't stand. Yeah. He's waving his arms. And they go, listen, dude. Oh, I understand English way better than you, pal. Whoa. Which I'm like, well, that's just like a racist douche. That like, guy's probably from Queens. Yeah, I'm like, he's American. What are yeah. you talking about? And he's like, I understand English way better than you. Relax. And then I was bummed because the guy kind of backed down because there was like mm. eight of them. And I was like, kick him out. Throw him out. Yes. And uh, they didn't throw him out, but eventually they just got drunk and they wandered off somewhere else. Now, will you sit? I mean, because I've been in these situations before where you, you have a thing with a guy and now you got to sit next to him and it's just tense. And yeah, you it was, feel it. It was a little tense, but it never got like crazy. But because I'm like a hundred percent in the right. Yeah, I'm just like I'm. This is my seat. Like I've been here for four hours before you got here. I'm comfortable. It's my seat. I'm sorry. Yeah. I paid a lot of money for the fucking seat. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an expensive seat. It's the semifinals. <laughs> It's a cushy seat, row N, baby. Not the quarter. Yeah, so uh, I said, uh, what? So it was a little weird, but they were drunk fucking idiots and they moved on to other shit. But, uh, anyways, that was that. And then, speaking of expensive seats, I got to talk about it. Madison Square Garden. Hey! Now it's a twofer. What, 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 what people, but it's been like 14 comics have performed there. We're two of them right here. You got that right. It's a secret club and we're in it. It's pretty insane. Uh, yeah, last week, I'm doing it again. Tomorrow, as we're recording this. How kooky is that? Uh, just got to do the garden again. Yeah, doing the Madison Square Garden tomorrow, and uh, what a thrill, folks. Uh, if you get a chance to perform Madison Square Garden, highly recommended is so choice. Uh, the night before, I had nothing, and so I put it out on Facebook. I'm like, hey, can I get up anywhere? And uh, I ended up doing a, a spot on a show called Barely Making It. I appreciate those guys having me. At the Creek in the Cave, 11 people. All right, that's good. So the night before the garden, I did a show for 11 people. The next night, 13,600 people. Hey, I, I hear you. Pretty wild, and uh, same jokes. Still, I'm not an energy guy, so I'm just standing there telling the same exact... Isn't that funny about stand-up? Oh, I think about that all the time. I'm telling the same... You could take a, both tapes. It's nothing different. Yeah, I know. I did a set at the stand like two nights ago. Great club. Love working there. But it was just a rough group of like 11 or 10... And, uh, what, what am I losing you here? Oh, all right. Water. I thought you were going, I thought you were leaving. I'm thirsty. All right. Bobby Kelly. So, uh, I did, it's like 10 people, and I, it's like my fifth set of the night. I'm doing the same jokes all night, just running that set, running that set, and it's dying, dying. I get heckled. I do a joke at Southern, and this girl goes, Awkward. I just oh. fucking snapped. I was like, You fucking cunt. You don't know anything. I'll kill you. Ah! I lost it on her. And then these girls were like chatting the whole time, like, You done talking? And they go, We're sorry. We're sorry. And I was like, Ah, jeez. Just you're so rude. You're buzzing in my ear. And she goes, We're sorry. And then I was like, All right. All right. And then I felt bad. And then I looked back and they're talking again. Ah, so geez. you're not sorry, you yeah. whore. Ah! Yeah. I hope she's dead somewhere. But it's just such a weird thing how stand up is such a vibe art form. It's like, they just weren't feeling it, so they're not feeling it. Yeah. But these jokes work factually, objectively, they work. Yeah. It's really uh, it's really a beautiful thing that can be a, quite a frustrating it's, thing as well. It's very flimsy. It's, it's so weird to have a... Like, if you make a basket, it's a basket. But if you write a good joke, it might not work. Mm-hmm. It might not count. Interesting. So you got the garden again. So I'm at the garden. Uh, this is last week, and uh, it's exciting to go there. But it, it's weird because we've done a lot of arenas. So you're kind of just like, well, I'll go into another arena. But you, as you're getting closer, you're like, well, this is a lot bigger. It's bigger physically, and it's bigger uh, emotionally because it's. I've been there. So I go to the Big East tournament every year, the Ranger game, and Andre the Giant. Fucking the WrestleMania is there. Elvis, the Beatles, Ali Frazier won. I don't think the Beatles played there. What? 
I think it opened in 1968. Is that right? Yeah, they stopped touring in 65. I'm thinking of the Ed Sullivan Theater. I want to keep away from these fact checkers out there. I'm already going to get the heat for the Auschwitz non-save. Oh, we didn't yeah, save yeah, 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 right. But anyways, so yeah, it's quite a quite a play. But George Harrison's big concert there, the Bangladesh business. I mean, it's a big fucking arena. They Paul the, Simon? Oh, of course. All right. Billy Joel, one. 78 times. I mean, I've seen Pearl Jam there 15 times, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. It's Madison Square Garden. the most famous arena in the world. Yes. Led Zeppelin did uh, The Song Remains the Same there. Yeah. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, Billy Joel called it the center of the universe. It's like the ultimate concert venue, wow. the ultimate sports venue. And uh, there we are, telling our goddamn jokes. There it is, folks. Took the train in. They offered me the car. I said, no, I don't need a car. I'll take the train. And then I was listening to uh, Ace Freely, uh, Back in the New York Groove. Oh, great song. What a treat. Walking up 34th Street, that... I'm back. Bow. Back in the New York Groove. I got all fired up. You go to the employee entrance there. I'm on the show. And it's New Yorkie, so it's extra ball busty. Every yes. single guy and his little coach like, tell me something funny, man. Let me hear something funny. I'm like, ah, I gotta, it's a big night. Get I out love here. it. It's all these old school Brooklyn guys who are still beefy. Yeah, They're like 78 years old. They're still ripped. So much beef and there's a lot of, hey, make me laugh. I'm like, I gotta go make them laugh. I'm, yeah. Trust me. I'm good. I'm here. I'm at the garden, yes. bro. And so uh, you go back down there. You're in the bowels of Madison Square Garden. Joe Mackey's already there. He got there at noon. He's been there all day. He's wearing his badge. He showers on that lanyard. Yeah, so we get there. Mackey's there. Michelle Wolf is there. The U.S. Open's on. We're watching that. Louis comes in the dressing room. He likes to spend a lot of time with the openers beforehand. Oh. He said, he's like, that's important. He's like, that's important to get in the mindset. I got to be with the openers. Interesting. So he comes, and we're all sitting. It's the four of us. We're eating snacks. We're, we're chatting. And I can't stop walking out there. I'm watching the, the crowd. Because I got in there early enough that they hadn't even let the crowd in yes. yet. Yes. She's looking at empty Madison Square Garden. They're slowly filling in. I'd love to time lapse that. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Time? But you're going to get a tripod for that puppy. Yeah, you get a tripod and you set up a time lapse. Because you watch 14,000 people coming in. And uh, what a thrill. I did a joke. One joke where I lean back for whatever reason. I look up and Madison Square Garden's in lights. Yeah. It's dark up there. But you just see Madison Square Garden. I invited uh, Patrick Milligan from the stand. Came. Oh. My manager. And uh, what a thrill. I mean, eight minutes. You're up there for eight minutes. It's just killer stuff. 15,000 people. They're all on board. Yeah. And uh, I got to go third, so I got to bring out Louie, which was... Ooh, that's a treat. I said, I was like, this is the biggest thrill of my, my career and life. Ladies and gentlemen, Louis C.K. And the place just goes bananas. Of course. And that energy's coming at you, you know? Oh, yeah. And then I came off, and he was trying to get in the zone, I guess, because he had his head in his hands, and he's shaking his head like this, like trying to get into it. And I'm like... What the fuck did I do? Like, I'm walking off stage. I just see him with his head in his hands. I'm like, oh, my God, I fucked up. He hates me. Yeah. And I was like, I was terrified. Like, it ruined the moment for a minute. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, he must have seen your set. And then he looked up, and he's like, hey, that was great. How was it? Did you like it? Did you have fun? And I was like, Whew. oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, it's great. And then, of course, they're going crazy. He just hasn't come out yet. We're just chatting. And they're still going nuts. Yeah, they're going nuts. And he's like, you enjoyed it? I was like, it was amazing. So cool. He's like, great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And then he walks out there and they're like, oh, wow. And they go really crazy. And uh, He's got the suit on? Suit on. He's got the suit the whole tour. Yeah. And then uh, he kills. It's like amazing. And then afterwards we hung out a little bit and he's like, all right, I'll see you next week. Jesus. And then uh, this is interesting because we hung out for about 20 minutes after and then the crowd had filed out, of course. So I leave. I got my backpack. I'm wearing the same outfit, Ted Baker. And uh, I walk up the street. No one recognized me. They're all gone. That's and it. you're just another douche in the night. That's New York. I get on the end train. Nobody's there. I take the train back. I go to the gym. I work out. I meet up with Sarah. We go to Sanford's. And she's like, how was it? I was like, that was pretty good. How do you like that? It's a weird feeling. You know, it feels like she's like, I feel like we should be doing something. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't do shit. I got dinner after uh, I went to a bistro, a corner bistro. got a burger. Yeah. I just went, I don't know. It was fun. It's crazy. Yeah. What can you do? It, uh, it was it's a gig. It was exciting, and uh, it was thrilling, and it was really fun, and I can't wait to do it again, but uh, yeah, I posted the picture up there, and people seem to love it. Well, we've done a bunch of arenas now, which is a weird sentence to say, and I felt like a douche saying it, but uh, I'll tell you, after the garden, it's the same as all the other ones, but there's, it's something, obviously there's a stigma because it's the garden, but I felt like they got the jokes more. It's a yeah. New York crowd at the end of the day. Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're hot. It was fun. It was it was fucking... I mean, I don't want to sound blasé about it. It was unbelievable. All I just right. don't know how to... 
expressed it. It's crazy. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. You don't dream about it because it doesn't make sense. People don't do comedy at Madison Square Garden. No. There's been like seven headliners there. Right. All repped by Mike Berkowitz, by the way. He's doing very well. Uh, he's doing okay. So uh, it's one of those things you're like, it's literally beyond wildest dreams because you're not like, like Carnegie Hall, you might be like, maybe Carnegie, I'll do Car- a sitcom. It's great. But like, Nobody sits and goes, I'll play Madison Square Garden. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a thing. It is now. In now the last few years. Yeah. I mean, like, Dice did it in the 80s, and that was it for a long time. Did Dane do it? I think Dane's done it. Yeah, I think Dane did it. I think it. it's like Dane, Dice, Schumer, Burr, Louie, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Aziz. Rock. Aziz. Aziz. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's probably it. I don't think Rock did it. Rock's done it. I don't think he had. I think he did the Apollo, and uh, I think he did the, sure the small room. I'm pretty sure he's done. I think he did the the Wamu, the Washington Mutual. Room. No, maybe but I right. could be wrong. I mean, I, I hope he did it. He uh, he should be doing it. I but, feel like he's done it. Ah, uh, maybe he has. I don't. know. I don't know why he wouldn't have done it. Rock's a weirdo. He's like he turns down shit. I don't All know. right, let's get a Google there, Shelby. Chris Rock, Madison Square Garden. Oh, Eddie Murphy. We didn't throw that one in. Eddie Murphy did it. Dane, who's that? Rock. All right, all right. Yeah. There no, we yeah. go. Rock so did it. Oh, Russell Peters. Oh, really? All right. Oh, really? Yeah, I was there for the first female comic. Yeah, that's exciting. First Pretty female good. headliner. Yeah. Probably, the, maybe there was an opener. I don't know. Who knows? Probably the headliner, yeah. Might be the first one. I mean, I don't know if any of those guys used a female. I bet they did. Well, Louie has. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like we're fizzling out, but uh, yeah, it was extraordinary. I don't know what else to say. It's weird. It's hard, because sometimes I have that with big things. Sarah always kind of makes note of that. I did Letterman. She's like, you were just so quiet. You just sat there afterwards. It was weird. Well, what do you want me to do? It's like that Natterman story. James Smith pulls into New York from Australia. He's an Australian comic. gets in New York. Natterman was on Letterman that night, and he goes, oh my God, Natterman's on Letterman. He pulls up to the Boston Comedy Club. Natterman's sitting on the curb in his suit. And he goes, holy shit, it's like 7 at night. He goes, you were just on Letterman. He goes, $1,100 and look where I am. Uh, Well, I don't feel that way. I mean, Natterman's a nut. He's like a weird, bitter nut. He's like, it doesn't do anything for you. That I don't get. It's amazing. It was an amazing accomplishment. It's one of the craziest things I've ever done. I mean, I did have a lot of time to think. Some of it, it's just not uh, as shareable on a podcast. I mean, I sat there in my house afterwards. was like, this is insane. This is crazy. I'm a little... Scared kid from Whitman, Massachusetts. I, I pissed my pants on a goddamn Ferris wheel oh, when I, I was 11. That. I'm oh, like, right. what am I doing? I'm, it's, it's bananas. Yeah. And then, that, then it becomes crazy, the fact that you do the garden without a ton of nerves. You're like, right. here we go, Madison Square Garden. But uh, I, I'm extremely grateful and blown away, and it's, uh, it's insane. It's crazy. It's also part of it, too, is like um, there's part of me that's, that stays real grounded because I'm like, well, I'm opening. I didn't sell sure, the ticket. Sure, of course, of That course. would be even more special if I was like, I'm headlining Madison Square. This is, I feel like I would be more nervous to be Louie. And oh, he said that, God. too. He's like, this is, you got the easy spot. Nobody gives a shit. He's like, you can go bomb. Right. And everyone will forget about it. Yeah. That would yeah. be a nightmare if I bombed. That would be uh, horrific. But uh, it was uh, spectacular, and I'm, I feel like the luckiest person on the planet. I mean, the Europe tour, the garden... Yeah, the, the girl. I got a great girl. I got an apartment. We got good friends, and uh, it's unbelievable. I feel. Yeah, uh, you've had a good year. Yeah, I've had four in a row since I got sober. Folks, get help. That helps. Um, I'll quit drinking for three days, and I'm feeling better. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know what to say about it. I'm sorry for everyone I ever offended, and uh, I love all of you. And I hope I don't die because it sounds like I'm about to. Now you're gonna be fine. You're gonna have more things to come. You're doing the garden again. I'll be there in October again. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird how everything becomes normal. I think that's the lesson here. Everything becomes normal. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. You went to the goddamn gym after the garden. Yeah, it's one of those things you're like, I don't know what else to do. No one's around. Like, yeah, I guess. You go by the cellar. Say hello. Well, this, I'm doing it tomorrow, and I'm at the cellar of the late show. So there I'll go you from go. the garden to the cellar. And, uh... and it's going to be funny. You're just going to walk into the cellar. Not a nobody, but just another comic. Yeah, you got to go back up there. There you go. Anyways, well, that was a lot of ups and downs there. I liked it. This is the best episode ever. Go to the Patreon, and uh, if you want, if you want to give, give. But we have no paywall. Most of these shows, there's some amount of paywall. I feel like if you have a paywall, 
People don't complain. If you ask for uh, donations, people are upset. Uh, I think there's some paywall complaining out there. Yeah, you're probably right. But oh, how about, yeah. we're letting you be in charge of your own wall, folks. You're like the Mexicans and Trump or whoever has the wall. Pay what it's worth to you. Yeah. If it's worth uh, $0 and you have $0 to give, give us 0 But uh, we, it certainly we would appreciate it, and uh, we'd love to make more money. Make any amount of money. Yes, out of it. we'd like to make money, and then we got to go do the garden. So help us out, folks. Yeah, those metric cards to get to the garden are not free. No, no, no. Did you get the free cookies? Uh, I didn't see any cookies. Oh, I got a bunch boy. of fruit and uh, chips and soda and all the stuff. All right. I feel like a, a nice omen. I walked in, and right next to the dressing room was a big picture of Eddie Vedder. I felt like it was like a oh. oh wow. Uh, anyways, it was quite a thrill. Yeah, man. In my room was a big picture of Carrot Top. No. Oh. So that was a bummer. All right. There we go. We got to wrap up. I, sometimes I feel I'm, I struggle with uh, success. I don't know what to say. I feel bad. I feel guilty. I get that, too. You feel bad about it. Like, you know, when you go to a show and they go, what do you want me to say? And you go, oh, Conan Colbert. And they go, oh, Conan Colbert. And you're like, what do you ask me, motherfucker? Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know what to say. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's all great. It. We got great lives. Any comic at any level, that's not true. You know, if you're if you're featuring, you got a pretty damn good life. You made it pretty far. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's great. If you're doing the road, if you do any, everything, comedy is amazing. You're telling jokes for a living. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's great. And you live in New York City and it's getting cooler out, which is my favorite time on the planet. Oh, September in New York. Come visit. Uh, Best city in the world, god damn it. I went all over Europe and uh, they all pale. To this city. We gotta go. What are we doing? All Show right. We'll see you all in hell. Where are you gonna be? Uh, oh, shit. I gotta plug some stuff. Red Clay Comedy Festival hey, in Atlanta. Good lineup. It's, uh, is it this weekend? I think it's this weekend. Yes, yeah, this like weekend. That? 29, 30, and, and uh, October 1st, Colin Quinn's going to be down there, Rory Scovel, myself, uh, a fucking ton of amazing comics, Red Clay Comedy Festival in Hotlanta, and then how about this, October 6th through the 9th, I'm at Hilarities in Cleveland, October 9th, Sunday, Tom Brady's first game back at Cleveland, Ooh. at Cleveland, Sunday at 1, there's an 8 o'clock show, I'm going to the game, baby! Yeah. Brady's first game back. I'll be there with fucking bells on. And by bells, I mean not a New England hat because I don't want to get beat up. But come to Hilarities. We'll go to the game together October 6th to the 9th. Red Clay Comedy Festival. Get my album. I gotta go. Hey, guys. This is just a a little personal shout-out I gotta give to uh, Laughable, the app Laughable. It's a podcast app. I'm on it. Joe's on it. Race Wars. All these funny guys. are. You gotta check it out. It's an encyclopedia app. For all the podcasts out there, you just punch a name in of a comic you like or a personality you're into, and it'll just pop up with all the podcasts they've ever done. Pop. You can't lose. Laughable. Check out the app. It's a doozy. Pop up, folks. We love these guys. We love you, Ned. I'll be at San Francisco Punchline Fun Club. Uh, Then I'll be in Minneapolis. All these San Antonio. Uh, I'm going to Detroit. What's that club? Comedy Castle. Oh, yeah. So a lot of of good dates coming up. Check the web site. Uh, I'll be in New Orleans for New Year's. That's far away. All right. We'll see you all in hell. Thanks for listening. Check the Facebook page. Hit the Twitter. Tweet at us. Get the Patreon and fuck Chipotle. Yeah! This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Aha!